0: Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about the things weighing on our minds. I'm Dan Oliverio, and I like unusual ice cream. How unusual? They have a new flavor at Salt and Straw, the cherry and bone marrow ice cream. Oh, Oh, that's
1: true.
2: I have had that. It tastes like meat. (laughs)
1: It's
2: delicious ice cream. (laughs) I'm Trevor Kizan, and I like um, all flavors of ice cream.
1: I mean, not like every flavor, but I don't only like. You're equal flavors. opportunity. Yes, you
3: yeah. You don't want to put down a flavor.
1: Well, I'm Michael, and I'm a chaser, and I like delicious homemade ice cream that Ooh. my little sister makes all the time because she made um, a black sesame ice cream or frozen <gasps> custard that was so
0: delicious. Yes, it was. So it
1: was mixed with a um, not mixed, but it was served with a mango sorbet. It was unbelievable.
3: I am Donald Marshall. I am a chubby guy living here in Hollywood, and I am
2: ice cream.
1: Take a lick. He was ice cream the whole time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that does explain the melting. Uh, did Dan say he was a chaser? Because I didn't, I didn't say I'm fat, but that's something. Yes. Wait, you're fat? If someone's listening to this for the first time, I am very fat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just so you know. These are important things when you're yeah. listening to our voices. And I like it. Uh, So uh, our episode today, we it's been kind of a crazy two weeks as far as the podcast goes, and we've gotten a little intense and a little, um, you know, into these like in the world, in the world, and in my life and everyone's life, and so we wanted to lighten things up a little bit this week and do something uh, a little more. sort of frothy and maybe a callback to our Valentine's episode, getting into some of our stories and not just y'all's stories. Um, But before that, we had kind of a cool moment in pop culture with um, a guy who, well, Trevor, do you want to set this up? Uh,
2: Yes. So I am not like a sports person at all. Um, At all. At all. At all. At all? At all. Ever. And he's more
0: of a sports person than I am.
2: Yeah. And somehow. Um, <laughs> no, but I was seeing this uh, video go around Twitter of um, this guy, Thomas Snacks Lee at uh, Jackson State, who was named
1: Player of the Week. Snacks in quotes as his,
2: his yes. nickname. His, his nickname is Snacks because he uh, he's like a team manager. He's a manager, yeah. And he always brings snacks for everyone, so they call him Snacks, which is like the most kind of like athlete like straight boy thing I can think of is yeah. like, Oh, your nickname is snacks Cause you, cause have you snacks. bring snacks and it's like, Oh, like socks came up with that nickname. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's socks because he always wears socks.
1: <laughs> so um, he, um, is the manager of this team. He's always around and they had this game, uh, come up where they summed him in and actually put him on the court to play. Um, sorry, did you mention it was basketball? I can't remember. I think
2: I said basketball.
1: Okay, um, they subbed him in uh, at the very end of the game. They were down a few points, and sorry, Dan, let me explain. This to you. so in basketball, <laughs> no, they, I
2: didn't get the sub. I don't
0: understand why you would do that if you were also down a few points. I think there was an injury or something. I think maybe? there
1: was. It, I actually, the story I read didn't give context for why they subbed him in, but all I remember reading was that people like the crowd went nuts for it. Like everyone was super into the idea. Yeah, and um, I think it's because they needed a three pointer to win. So like there's a, there's like a a horseshoe shaped line on the court where if you shoot from behind the line from farther away, then you score three points instead of two. So that he's looking at me like I'm a nut. I'm still stuck on a line that's a horseshoe. (laughs) He got all the touchdowns. (laughs) He got all the full point (laughs) being that snacks actually has a really good three point shot. And I think that whether or not they needed to make the substitution, it was they knew that they needed to make a three pointer. And so they got him the ball and he takes a shot like with 30 seconds left of the game mm-hmm. and he <laughs> nails it. And the whole crowd goes crazy and they're all cheering for him. Uh,
2: I, we also forgot to kind of lead with the fact that uh, Snacks is uh, like six feet tall and I think like th- 350 pounds. So he's He's short for a basketball player. I was like, Oh, he's so short. And then I lo- like saw him like, Oh no, he's actually six feet, but it's just, everyone else is really tall because it's basketball.
1: Yeah. And so, t- I mean, t- typically, you know, an athletic basketball player would be very, very thin because yeah. you have to be tall, but you also have to be able to move very fast. So normally like maybe they have some muscle, but usually they're pretty, pretty beanpole shaped. Um, so the, the fact that this big fat guy came onto the court and was an athletic hero was, was really, really awesome. Okay. And everyone was cheering for him. And the article put it at least as far as I was reading, like nothing about it was like this big fat kid like shocked everyone. No. being an athlete, it was just like, here's this really heartwarming story about a guy who came out and got to be the hero and he just happened to be fat.
2: What's it time for Trevor? It's Liz and Watch, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um so there's actually kind of two things this week. Um, so Lizzo was on the cover of Glamour Mexico, oh, in a, a stunning yellow getup with a oh wow, a really cool um, kind That's of metallic a great picture, metallic fringe curtain, and so it's really beautiful, colorful, sexy. Uh, but also, um, what really caught my attention was so Lizzo is kind of been MIA from social media because she's kind of done with it, um, but there was this great video of. I thought it was her and her sister, but it's her and her mom dancing in their bathrobes. And I was just so like, oh my God,
0: <laughs> that's adorable.
2: I was just shocked. I'm like, damn, like
1: she looks really good. I thought it was her sister. I mean, I mean you know what they say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it, but you know <laughs> what they say. <laughs> you know, that's they not say. your
3: saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, so that's that's just a little Lizzie watch. Yay, Lizzie. Yay,
3: I found something interesting on the internet this week. <gasps> so apparently we have far more influence in the world than we ever guessed.
0: That can't be true. And so and, and who's we? I mean, the four of us in this room.
3: Yes. <gasps> Come on. The big fat gay podcast. We are now movers and shakers in the fashion world. Oh, so some of you who've been listening to the show for quite some time may have, may remember we've referenced the wonder sauna, hot pants <gasps> on multiple occasions <laughs> as I
2: should. Well, this are they, are they finally in available in my size? <laughs> 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 Well, you funny mean, you, you should mean, ask. You mean Jumbo Petit? <laughs> no. Um,
3: is This fashion designer from India, uh, her, her, oh, apologies to our Indian is. listeners, Harik uh, Krishnan, is now designing a line of inflatable latex pants for high fashion couture.
1: I, uh, oh I, my I, God. I don't think that's what they're for. <laughs> She's got a hot air balloon around her knees. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, now he has a whole line of these inflatable latex I, pants. I saw
2: these that They're are designed are to specifically
3: to highlight and present your body in disproportionate shapes. So one in, highlights your calves. One does your thighs. One does your butt. One does like three different versions of your butt. That's kind of fun. I,
2: I want to know if there's a, a jacket version of this for like really
1: big arms <laughs> or something. Or love, can, it's kind of, it, it's kind of fun to make fun of like perfect proportion. I think that's awesome, especially with the stripes. <laughs> so clearly, and if
3: you want to see the things that we are marveling at, you can find them on our pod, on our yeah, website. Yes,
1: throw some pictures up.
3: But these are magnificent, and it is thanks to yes, our as reminding say, the world. Well, of the wonders on a hot pants that we can now we inspired bring this, to the world this of designer
1: a month ago, and <laughs> he designed an entire line, just kept cranking them out.
2: <laughs> Just latex in this little sewing machine. Like, <laughs> 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 All right, so shall we move on yeah. to our main this, topic So the, the today. main topic this week is
1: um, dating do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Um, Specifically, based on our own personal experience. Yes. Uh, so so Trevor, st- would you like to kick us off? I was going to say, so Michael, do you want to oh. kick us off? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> My do is... Um, so something like for a date, pick something unusual. Um, like I am not a. I mean, I have been on my fair share of movie makeout dates, which is you know fine, especially uh like when I I saw Spider Man three on a date. So. That made it worthwhile. Um, uh, <laughs> the date, the, old, or the I think, movie. The, the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, uh, some of the best dates I've been on have been um, I went to school in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. So, like, there's a ton of amazing museums there. Um, and I think there's something nice about There's always conversation because there's always something interesting. And then there's also kind of little moments to kind of like get, you know, snugly close up. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's the so watching, chased <laughs> Watching the puffer fish and it's kind of like like an aquarium. Up. Yeah. If you go to an aquarium, yeah. or Aquariums
1: out. are great too because they ha- they're all mood lighting. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all sort Even of Even like-, like
2: a lot of museums like uh, the, the Natural History Museum in New York is kind of like dark but these lit uh, dioramas
1: of st- <laughs> cavemen, <laughs> of <every> cave, cavemen.
2: <laughs> and uh hey
3: look what they're doing okay, old, I, I don't know if this says something about me but like that sounds like an amazing date to me i would yeah, love yeah, exactly. to go to, No, i would things, love to go to a natural history museum on a date and yeah. also
2: uh, i mean All also right, keep, listeners. In, keep in mind um so to the, to the chasers you know museums can also be a lot of walking but they also usually have little benches so there are Bit, well, like,
0: well, I was going to say, don't you think it might be a good idea to not surprise your date with
2: something unusual? No, but I don't think, like maybe I think that's kind of hard to do. Like, obviously, communicate. Don't like say, OK, I got a surprise for you. And then, like, take someone to uh, the petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, in which I think would be a great date. But only if you both think it's a yeah, great date. And I actually did. Uh, well, what,
0: what about when you and Michael went to see the ostriches? That yes. was really,
1: really fun. <laughs> well we had we had two plans. We were gonna yeah. go we were gonna go feed the emus, emus, right? And we were also going to try and go pet the miniature ponies. oh Yes. And we got to do one and not yeah, the other.
2: Which was one of the <laughs> yeah. uh the throwback Thursday posts. <laughs> uh
1: but we also went to uh Solvain, California, which is this little uh It's like a Swedish? Dutch town. Yeah, Dutch town. And Dan- Danish, yeah. Is it Danish. Danish? Yeah. And it's it's just this like little oasis in the middle of the mountains in like middle California. And you can just go out there and get like candies that are made by people in houses that have like the thatched roofs and everything. And it's just sort of a, l- a lot of butter cookies, a, a butter lot, of, cookies. lot of, yeah. I was Although
3: told actually, it feels like when you would turn a corner, there feels like there should be a gingerbread house waiting for you. And yeah,
1: yeah, there yeah, is.
2: Yeah. There, there probably is. <laughs> I was just thinking of this cause I, I, this is, this, this is weird. A, I, I found out a guy, I went on, like dated. I went on several dates with him in college died. Oh, well, hold Um, on. Let's let's set this up. So I was, how did you discover this? I was, so I was thinking about this episode and I was like, I haven't seen, like he hasn't been on Facebook. He's kind of disappeared from social media. So I Googled him. And what was the When I was, as I was typing his name, I was like, Oh, it would be weird if he was dead. (laughs) Because whenever I Google someone, that is always my thing of, like, oh, my God, like, I hope they're not dead. And then what's the very first search result? His obituary. Uh. Um. We had a date where he kind of Tom Sawyered me. What does that mean? Which means, so he had moved into a new place. He's like, oh, like, come over and see my new place. And I'm like, okay, like, this is going to be a fun, sexy time. And I show up and he hands me a paintbrush. <laughs> And he's like, help me paint my new place. <laughs> oh, he it was literally painting. Yes. It was literally whitewashing. <laughs> yes. Um and it was horrible. And it was Chicago in the summertime, so it was like humid. Who does it was, that? It was this basement <sighs> oh, apartment too. So it's like people the, who
3: need you, their apartment painting.
2: <laughs> I guess so. So then we're done. I'm just exhausted. I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna go home. And then he basically jumps me. Oh, and you know, Chicago in the summer is very humid. So like I'm sweaty, it's humid. And I would it's, imagine the paint stinks yes, because it's, it's not smells dry. like paint. Yeah. And he is just like tearing my clothes off and it was <laughs> kind of hot, but also just terrible. So don't, Tom, uh, this is well. No, I'm not going to say this isn't my don't, but like unusual dates, but not, <laughs> not like not Tom tricking
1: your someone. date into we are not your free label. label. Yes. Well,
0: and, and all that can be avoided if you simply discuss this unusual date before yes. you get there.
1: That is true. Yes. That is true. I know everyone likes the romance of like surprising somebody with the perfect date, but the truth is at. At worst, it can go horribly, like Trevor has illustrated. And at best, your date might be like, "Wow, that was really great. That was a fun thing." Like, I love you painting still, your apartment. Yeah, but like you can still get that. Wow, that was really great. If you talk about it first yeah, and absolutely. go like and decide to do something together, because the point is the experience, not the fact that you somehow guessed what somebody was magically going to be into.
2: So, Michael, so what's my, your don't
1: my um my don't is. I'm realizing tonally we might not all be on the same page (laughs) here. Trevor's was really fun and frothy. Um, My don't is something that first of all, I have to say pulls from personal experience. And so when I say this, it's not like I'm trying to lecture. It's just that I am trying to practice what I preach, but um, don't, if you have a great first date and you have an even better second date, don't assume that you are going to get married. Like, <laughs> yes, don't, yes, don't, yes. don't, don't, don't rush into things. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, but like, don't rush into things like, look, it's great to be like excited and into it and into a person and like really just go full and like, that's fine. But I have historically had the tendency to be really into somebody and then we're just together forever after that. And then however long it lasts is however long it lasts. But I guess the don't is more, don't set this expectation for yourself that the person is either Perfect for you or not the right guy. Like, there's also middle ground in there somewhere. There's also somebody who could be perfect for right now or, like, a great time or somebody who you can have amazing experiences with, but you're not necessarily going to be, you know, getting married three years from now or three months or three weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have a great time with somebody and it doesn't have to have all of this pressure. It's like the guy that wrote in for a Valentine's episode and was like, well, I'm trying to figure out who's going to be, you know, the better person to, to get married to basically as well. Yeah. And it's like, well, but don't, you're thinking about it backwards. Like, focus on the date now and be communicative and like maybe it'll be amazing for the next three months or whatever trevor why are you laughing I'm, at me this is completely unrelated i'm not
2: gonna. i'm remembering last night when i said down to clown in brown town we were talking about wow. butts. how
1: i how do i continue, follow that continue. how I do even, i continue i don't this? even know what's brown town I,
3: it's Oh damn. We're talking about Chocolate milk. so
1: pretty. <laughs> oh,
2: we're talking about eating ass and like oh. salt and straw having ass flavored ice cream.
1: <laughs> Which they don't.
2: No. But, but maybe the, they should Anyway. <laughs>
1: and don't then the idea the, of like what the process would be to ha- to achieve that kind gonna of flavor it's going to look like chocolate uh, that's all like i got you, to say you have somebody sit in the well anyway yeah. so <laughs> sorry i didn't bring this up trevor tins. No, i was, just it, i was just thinking it was just echoing in my mind why was it echoing in your mind because it's a big space in there okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of room for activities
1: i uh yes so um don't go in with the expectation that you're going to be clowning in Browntown for the rest of your life. <laughs> Done. follow that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well played. Dude. Well played, sir. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so originally when I thought of this, I was thinking that this was going to be advice for chasers. But the more I thought about it, I think this is actually advice for all of our listener base. The, so like here's a date that I loved. Um, it was a second date with a guy. Uh, we met up at the uh, video arcade on Vermont, and we hung out there. We played some video games, and we played Dance Dance Revolution together.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Sorry for the listeners like Dan who don't know what this is. <laughs> Dance Dance Revolution is a video game, but it's mm-hmm. based with a mat on the ground where you step on different points in the mat, and it's kind of like dancing. I, th-
3: I think I might have known that.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> for the listeners who didn't know. <laughs>
3: Um, another date I had with a guy and it was wonderful. I had so much fun and we talked afterwards and we, everything felt very light and easy to communicate after that. Uh, I had a similar experience playing mini golf with a guy. I was a first date actually <laughs> pursue the innocent dates. You weren't able to, when you were in high school. Oh, that's really sweet. Take the chance now to do the things that you got to see everyone else do. And maybe you believed wasn't meant for you. And I think, I think
0: what really worked about those two dates you mentioned is that they don't require a performance of conversation. Yeah. It's not an interview. Yeah. It's mini golf. It's bowling. It's whatever,
3: you know, and the conversation comes easily because there's a, there's a social lubricant. There's a mediating activity. I I feel like in a lot of our, a lot of our society, a lot of our dates are very intent on getting to adult time very quickly. Um, I mean, (laughs) getting ready
2: to clown.
3: (laughs) Yes. In Brown town. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. And mm. you can take the time now to do the things you wished you did then. And it can be very satisfying. I know for a lot of chubby guys who've been chubby all the time, like a lot of us weren't very sexually active in high school. We didn't date a lot. My assumption first was a lot of chasers did, but mm. the more I'm learning about that, the more I'm starting to figure out that they maybe thought they weren't sexual beings at that age and figured that stuff out later. Yeah, That was me. Mm, I had no, no idea. Yeah. Same, you know, So, yeah, take the time to be the teen you didn't get a chance to be the first time around.
0: I like
1: that. And have fun and play.
3: So,
0: I had this date. We're going out to dinner, and it's all about the conversation. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Which, you know, as a verbal person, I'm very comfortable with that. And apparently, so was he. And he was talking, and he was talking, and he was talking. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I, I, I literally had to interrupt him. At one point, I had to say, "Excuse me, do you actually realize that you have talked for thirty-five minutes?" Oh God! Whoa! You have not asked me one question. You don't even seem interested that I'm over here. It's kind of like the radio's on. That's what it's like on my point of view, from the, my point of, the, from my side of the table, is I'm listening to the radio. Right. And he was sort of shocked that I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> so my don't is you don't have to run the date. And I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know if he felt like he had to entertain me. But a lot of times there is a sense you go on a date with someone and there is a sense that they're not really interested in you. They're interested in having an audience.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that.
0: And if you're the person who who has that in mind, check in with the other person. Don't feel like you got to run the date. Don't feel like your job is to entertain them so they have a good time so they take you home or however that's going to go mm-hmm. in your head. You know, believe me, I talk. Everybody knows I talk. <laughs> but at some point I'll go like, okay, I've been talking a long time. Tell me about you or I'll ask something like, you know, what's what's important to you in your life right now? Sure. You know, what's going on with you?
1: And I think that um, it's it's also really important to like, If, for instance, the reason that he was talking so much was because he was nervous or, you know, maybe it's a sort of a tick because some people that is a thing for some people, Um, maybe just recognizing that and acknowledging it out loud. Like, again, going back to that idea of authenticity, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, sorry, I've been talking, I know I've been talking a lot. I'm just, I'm a little nervous. And then now we have a moment to Mm -hmm. like for Dan, for you to be like, it's okay. Like, that's okay. Now, like we can start from here and I'm fine because I'm a little nervous too. And like, but let's go with that. And now you've got a dialogue going and you've connected over something instead of just kind of.
2: So what do you suggest doing when you have the opposite problem, when you cannot get oh. the other person to talk? Cause I'm, I'm generally the quiet one and I've had dates where the other person will not talk and then I'm kind of doing that. And it's like, I hate this. And I'm just trying to like, yeah. find, uh, ask them questions or get them to open up and it's, they're not doing it. To
3: me, there is no sure sign of lack of interest is somebody just being monosyllabic. Mm-hmm. Just yes, No. Lol. Yes, and that's true of texts, too. Mm-hmm. If I'm texting someone and they're sending me back one word at a time, like, nope, fuck this, I'm out. It's true. Well, usually what I'll do in that
0: situation is I know there's something they do care about, but it may not be something they're comfortable talking about. I've had dates that started that way, but I've never had a date that ended that way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in the text realm, a lot of times you don't get something back from someone because you've given them nothing to respond to. I mean, not you specifically, but, yeah. you know, like some will say, hey, how's it going? I personally hate, Hey, how's it going? Cause it sounds like a request that they be entertained.
1: Okay.
3: I don't mind that so much for myself because to me it's a tap on the shoulder of like, Hey, you open to talk and that's all. And I'm fine saying what I am doing at that moment. And that's a conversational hook, you know? Yeah. That, that's not how I experience it. Okay.
1: So Trevor, you have our next, yes. we're, we're just have to duplicate two don'ts in a row just to keep yeah. the flow going.
2: Um, I I didn't count the the people in the room. <laughs> I miscounted <laughs> the men. No, it's fine.
3: It means that we end on a do, so yes. a positive. Oh, accen-
2: once again, accentuating the positive. Yes. Um. So, so my don't I referenced in the Valentine's Day episode, and someone, even though I said it wasn't Michael, someone still thought it was Michael. Oh God. Why? Okay. Um. No. So my don't is do not use. Any kind of like don't do the whole whipped cream, chocolate sauce, oh. caramel sauce, body topping thing. Um,
1: <laughs> you might want to elaborate. Why would that? Po- <laughs> how could that possibly present so an issue? I
2: had a gentleman caller who really it was were, not was, me. It was not Michael who really, really wanted to do the whole like I want, the, you know, whipped cream and. It was supposed to be whipped cream and chocolate sauce. And and they want to lick it off or something like that. Yes. Or, you know, licking it off each other. And I was like, sure. Like, um, it didn't sound great. Especially like, you know, Hershey syrup isn't great. (laughs) But it's like, okay, like, let's, let's do this. And should have used Bosco's. (laughs) (laughs) Bosco's is the preferred chocolate (laughs) body of Uh, Big Fat Gay Podcast. I think we just found our newest sponsor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so... He shows up, uh, you know, he swung by a little bodega and it's like, oh, well, they didn't have Hershey syrup or whipped cream. So I got uh, Smucker's caramel flavored <laughs> Sunday topping.
1: Which is like just oh. all of the artificial fakeness.
0: Yes. It's like spackle made
2: with sugar. And well, it's is- just you wait.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there must be something about the formula of <laughs> Smucker's caramel Sunday topping where it is. Formulated to be at a lower temperature because the oh. second it came into contact with a, a b- body temperature skin, it turned to adhesive. Oh, <laughs> and it was like, you know, the tongue licking it up, but it's like your tongue is also kind of sticking then to the body. And it's like, Oh, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't working. And we're trying to wash it off and it's still just staying this like, it's still not washing adhesive away. Adhesive. I
0: gotta say, I have been in the position of saying no to these requests very often. Yeah, <laughs> and especially having body hair—another way that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want goop in your chest hair, uh, and th- you know there was a comedian who said it very well when he said, "Anyone who wants to cover you in honey and lick it off has never done that yeah. never, <laughs> ever, ever,
3: yeah. because they would never want to do it again." And there are some actual safety concerns in that latex interacts in strange ways with various substances you might want to put on your body. Latex, For, latex. like like latex condoms, that sort of oh, thing. Oh. So, like you know, if you're not buying a flavored condom and you want to add some strawberry jam to give it some flavor, latex melts. I have heard. Way done. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> strawberry jam is going to melt a latex con. I have heard. He's, he's had a
1: over-emphasizing friend in college. this heard part. I don't I, know. I had a
3: friend in college who was so excited that her boyfriend was coming. And, well, so to speak. And uh, the <laughs> next day, I see her, she's looking very down at the mouth, so to speak. And <laughs> all she had to say was, like, do not use strawberry jam on latex. <laughs> I wonder if it had, like, peanut butter or something. Some sort of natural uh,
0: oil or fat that would have... Anyway, I
1: mean, I were know. they going for a for a PBJ kind of thing, or
3: I, you know, I was not going to ask for that many details. <laughs> were
2: they down to clown and PBJ? <laughs> <time>? <laughs> uh,
1: that's why I married him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, yeah, so there is no topping that one. <laughs> so so
3: don't experiment with food topping sexually unless you have tested them thoroughly
1: beforehand. I think just don't Or just don't, don't. don't. Just, don't. just don't. Anything just with not. sugar like it's just going to get sticky and uncomfortable or and
3: any s- dairy product. You and know, like- th- I really don't think this is where we're going to be able to convince someone not to do it without trying it themselves if they want to do it. I mean, it, go I mean,
1: try it, but I see, guess. That's what but I'm treat it
0: is-
3: treat it like carpet cleaner. Like put it on a small <laughs> section of your body.
0: <laughs> no, but that's fine. See, that's the easy thing. If they just put a piece if they put a drop of honey on their forearm and look
3: it off, they're gonna go, hey, that works great. And, and that's not what it is. What but if they do it with <laughs> Smucker's caramel Insta Hard Sunday <laughs> topping, they may is gonna
1: come for us. Suckers <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no no no, we'll create a new product. It'll be better. It'll make everything design t- designed to be at body temperature. Yeah. Smuckers,
3: <laughs> and smuckers if you do that we get ten percent of every yes. sale.
0: Yeah. Well until they make Smuckers body wash, I think we're we're fine.
3: Ooh. Well, yeah, I don't have anything. Why do you smell like boysenberry?
0: <laughs> no, that's another one. That happened to a guy. I, a friend of mine said that, he, you know, oh, how fun it would be to get covered in whipped cream. And it was, oh. right, it was right before a flight. And <laughs> oh. the sex ran long and he didn't shower. Oh. No. And no. he smelled of rotting milk. And he thought he'd wiped it all off. You know, he sponged but He smelled of rotting milk halfway across the country. Oh, God, he couldn't stand the smell of himself. Oh. I mean, the poor passengers around him.
1: Yeah, I think I flew. So with him. many <laughs> poor decisions in this like thirty second interval. But you know where it started, How- Michael? It started with the whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I look. I've had. I've. I've. I haven't done it myself, but I've had people want to do that. And I'm just like, why? I don't get no. the appeal. Maybe there's. I, I, I cop to the fact that there are plenty of like little interests and kinks and things that people are into that I am not but like I really don't get the appeal like I don't get the kink factor of that like what is the like we're gonna get especially if it's a hairy dude I
3: just got to say especially if it's a hairy dude it's just like you're gonna have a mouth full of hair and caramel this does not sound appealing to anyone well, it's the new salted caramel is hairy caramel. <laughs> is that a salt and straw flavor yes <laughs> it comes with a little mower get half and half of uh, the this- hairy
2: caramel and uh, Brown Town. Uh, yeah, so this month we have ass <laughs> and uh, Harry Carmel. So, Michael, like, what's, your, uh, um, what's yeah. your Do what's your do? My,
1: I don't have. I, I'm Trevor. Should always go last for these things. Um, so, my do is built out of a specific story who, of somebody that I know is not listening. So, I don't feel bad saying it. Um, I way back when I first moved to L.A. Um, I mean, I knew about bigger city and I knew about other, I don't think apps were really around at the time, but like other dating sites. But I was also on OKCupid at the time, which is for anyone who doesn't know, it's just a civilian dating website. And I, a guy hit me up on okay, and I looked at his picture and it was, you know, it was his face and he was smiling. It was really cute. And I was like, okay, like, this sounds like somebody I could be into. And we talked a little bit and everything was fine. So we set up a date and I show up and i Immediately realized my mistake because he looks like me. Uh, He looks like me in the sense that he was not like Trevor or Don. He he wasn't (laughs) fat. No, but he had a fat face. He had a fat face. And so he was really cute and cherubic from the neck up. And because we met on a civilian site where it's not this like established thing where you're a chub, I'm a chaser. There was no way... To just know walking in, like this is not gonna work. Uh, this is like, I had those conversations with dates where, like, oh, <laughs> it's a thing. And this so- is a uh, fat fishing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please don't fat fish. So, ah. <laughs> my my do is do like I say, not like I do, which is to learn how to say no which is for a long time in my life, and this isn't as much of an issue anymore, but for a long time, I did not have the ability to say no to somebody or to say like, actually, I don't think it's going to work or disappoint somebody, whatever the context, especially in dating. I have so been there, so been there, yes. (laughs) And so I went on a date with this guy and I was like in this mode of like, well, I guess I got to do this. And so like had a bunch of drinks and like went and he was a perfectly lovely guy. There's nothing wrong with the guy himself. It was just like, because I didn't have the ability to communicate properly, it was just like a not good experience. Well, and, and, there's,
0: and it also has that conversational element of like, well, you know, the problem is you're just not fat enough. I yeah. mean, <laughs> how do you say that? I, how do you say that? I, I have
3: yeah. been told that point blank. Yeah. On yeah. a date. Yeah, you have. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> like, there's a lot of weird emotions going on right now. It's I, like, you know what I've sometimes said? I've said, you know, you're
0: not my type, but trust me, you're going to be glad about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably the gentlest way you can put it. I mean, if I'm backed into that corner. Yeah, <laughs> if you get that far,
1: which I mean, look. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have to get that far. You shouldn't far. have to get that far. And yeah. it's happened. And again, this was years ago. And I like to think I've gotten better about it. But yeah, like that is something that you have to kind of keep an eye on if you're somebody like me who just you know wants to kind of keep everything positive and moving forward and the thing is I also I genuinely like most people when I meet them at least as I'm getting to know them and so it's never like oh you know I'm in a room with like a total psychopath and I don't know how to say like yeah I'll walk out of that room like that's obvious. But, but when the guy's nice the guy's and it's not nice, his fault? Yeah. yeah, like it's it becomes very hard for me to just yeah. like crush somebody even if even if I don't know that's the reaction, that's what I'm expecting because I'm
0: Well, I'll tell you this, for the people who feel like that and who will go on that first date and then the guy's like, oh, that went really well. Let's have a second date. And it gets worse. Believe me, if you think you're crushing him on the first date, you know it is not nearly as bad as when you start ghosting him or crush him on the fifth date.
1: Yeah. And I will say, to to past Michael's credit, I did actually tell him, like, there was no second date, and I wrote him, I said, I'm sorry, like, this is the deal. Like, I actually was honest with him. And, Brilliant. You know, like, there mostly because my conscience was like, you have to, like, you can't just <laughs> disappear, yeah, disappear yeah. Well, which is... And ghosting is
2: far more common now than I think it has ever been, but it will come back to haunt you (laughs) 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 because I had a terrible date in college Uh and the guy was like bad date. I'm like, this is just so once again, it was okay. Cupid. It was, uh, except I knew I'm like, he's probably not my type. I went on the date anyway and then it was terrible date. And then at the end of the day, he's like, when can we do this again? Ouch. And I did not, Do the grown-up thing and be like, oh, you know, this. I I don't think we're looking for the same thing. I ghosted him. And then, like, a year later, I walk into one of my classes, a very small class. There was six of us. And he was one of the six people. Oh, boy. Hello. And it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) No, and and can I just say, I've had guys thank me for
0: telling them no. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they tended to be older guys who who'd been around and yeah. who'd experienced ghosting after ghosting after ghosting. And if you're of, if you're of my generation, that's just not how you conduct business because we didn't grow up in the internet age. I actually find that rude. Yes, well, imagine, <laughs> imagine that. So no, I mean, I would tell this guy no. And he, he, I wrote him back, and I, I mean, I, I said, you know, this is this, and, blah, blah, blah. and I, I didn't just say no goodbye. But the point is, he said thank you for telling me no. Those were his exact words. He said, "I'm so sick of guys just disappearing."
3: <laughs> Yeah. So can you sum up your advice in one sentence to give it a button? Know how to say no. Good. And to pair with that also know how to hear no. Like, yeah, that's fair. Important yeah. Too. that's fair. So originally I was going to call my piece of advice. Uh, don't be an emotional sponge. Mm. Uh, but I've, thanks, thanks to a meme going around to the internet right now, I'm going to rephrase that to don't be an emotional bottom.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen that.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> So I I mean I I know by default I am a caretaker personality type, right? It's something I actually actively have to fight against in my life. And I don't think that's uncommon in our community. No, nope, a lot right. of us are caretakers. Mm-hmm. So there's a tendency to feel like you're doing the right thing if you sit and listen to their stress and their pain and their angst, and that will go on for hours and suddenly you realize, like Dan said earlier, they have been talking about their angst forever and you're not entirely sure if they know your last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been that guy way too often. Yep. And that the only reason why that happened was because I let it happen. Be, De- be like Dan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> say like, you're talking a lot about yourself, right? Well, and I should say, I think it came out that strong when I did it because I had been listening for 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's important. Like you can't deny who you are. If you're a listener, you're going to listen, but if pay attention to the signs, if they're not listening to you, if they're not actively trying to find out something about you, then you're a freaking, um,
1: Oh, an accessory.
3: You're an accessory yeah. to their existence. Your um, tiny purse, <laughs>
1: <laughs> tiny Hershey kiss. Yep. Yeah. Purse.
3: And now also be aware that sometimes people just talk like that when they're nervous. Yeah. Right. And that's mm-hmm. acceptable. But it may be up to you to step out and start putting yourself out into the conversation a bit.
1: Exactly, which can be hard. Which can be hard. If you're used to listening, if the role that you're used to playing is listening and being supportive and offering advice, to to bring up things about yourself Mm -hmm. and to actually put your own self into a conversation can be hard.
3: To offer an incentive for that. After you've listened to this person talk about so much of his stuff for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 35 minutes, (laughs) you may feel closer to them. Right? You may feel like you understand them a little better. You may feel that it's sort of intimacy. By not giving that effort to put yourself into the conversation and start offering pieces of yourself, you're denying them that sense of connection, which ultimately makes for a bad date on their side.
1: A way a friend of mine put it was, if you find that your friends regard you as one of their best friends, but you don't feel all oh, that yeah. close to them, it's probably because you're absorbing all of their issues and they feel they can talk to you And yet you don't feel like you can talk to them Mm -hmm. because you haven't been.
3: I have one or two platonic friends that are like, they're a lot of fun to hang out with. And they seem to feel very warm towards me. But ultimately I come to the realization that they haven't listened to, they know nothing about me. (laughs) So I am just a play date. I am a person they like to go to the movies with or uh, have around for game days and that sort of thing. And that's fine. As long as you understand that's
1: that's sort of the, the, the relationship, of yeah. You
3: know, I even I was talking to well,
0: this is someone that Trevor and I know. I said, "You're really not interested in other people, are you?" Because it was one of these monologue oh. conversations. I said, "You're really not interested in other people, are you?" Good. He goes, "Oh my god, no!" Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay. Well, right. well maybe well, he owns it. At least, you know, he owns it. Yeah, and it was one of these. That's that's how the conversation goes. He holds a monologue, and you're welcome to listen. So finally, I said what I said. And he said, um, well, what do you want to talk about? And I said, well, I don't know. Maybe you might be interested in me. Is there something you want to ask me? I mean, maybe you read my profile, and you want to ask me. He goes, ah, okay. Oh
2: my God. What's your favorite color?
0: Ooh. Oh What's your favorite my color? God. And I'm like, okay. And and then me being me, I redirected this into something else. Um, I think most human beings, would just get up and leave the table. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, which kind of leads me into my do. Mm-hmm. Which is, I get some, I like an initial conversation starter online is often, hey, how's it going? And that's better than nothing, maybe. (laughs) But as I said, I always receive it as this like, you know, come entertain me. Especially, or we've been talking while somebody just is like texting me like, what you doing? You know, I I am doing a lot of things. I am not going to describe my day to you right now. But my point is, my do is have something to say instead of how's it going on a, like, like, let's say you're on, an, on a dating site and you want to get a guy's attention. Yeah. You could start with how's it going, but you could also start with a comment or a question. Like I like, you know, I like your profile, especially when you said, blah, 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 give me something mm-hmm. rather than just, I am interested. Please respond to me. You know, fair. Or I think the worst is this.
1: Hi. Hi. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, I hate those. Yeah. That's useless so yeah. my
3: lead off I'm, so I'm, I'm debating if I am one of those high people uh, my general lead off uh, on a text for a profile response is hi hey, how is life treating you uh, right and for me I love that question because to me it's like it's an offer of like tell me something about anything about yourself do you know I actually have a standard text that my
0: phone knows and my computer knows for answering those questions so when I type and I, I actually don't care if people know this <laughs> <laughs> If I type on my phone or on my computer, D-W-K-B, my computer f- f- fills it in with doing well, keeping busy, because it is a stock response to a non-question. Hmm. Interesting.
1: I <laughs> I have to say, I know somebody who, this is just, this just reminds me of your responses, because I think we respond to it differently, but uh, a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, we uh, used to respond to the, like if somebody would say, oh, have a good day, it was like, the idea of being commanded to have a good day, instead of <laughs> taking it as a, a wish of like have a nice day, it's a pleasantry, whatever. Like, but it is just a different way of looking at. I will say, I don't think. I think you can do what Don does, and maybe some people respond like Dan, maybe mm-hmm. some people well, won't. To me, but if you if you take Dan's advice and just start with something substantive, it, yeah. it will probably always be fine.
0: Well, because so you're, if, me, do I really have to wait for six exchanges to get to something substantive?
3: Well, to me, the, uh, that the door is now open. If you said doing well, keeping busy, I would probably respond with something that I am doing or that's keeping me busy because now the door's open. My version of what you do is when I get the hi, I just send hi back to them. <laughs> oh, I just I you, balls in you, your court now. That usually, I just, yeah. that's, it.
0: that's usually just like, okay, they're done. I don't <laughs> even do that. If someone says hi, I type back that waving emoji. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, I, it's not even worth the characters. I am not on apps, and so I don't <laughs> <laughs> do much of anything. I, I'm finding that, although actually, interestingly, since the podcast started, um, some people, some listeners, have reached out, and I am finding it fun to actually talk to people. But it's usually because they, like Dan was saying, like they have something to they say. Have like, something to say. hey, like I thought this was interesting about the show, and then we can talk about that. Right. Or like, oh, I saw your post on Instagram, blah blah blah, and like you actually have like a conversation starter. Uh, I haven't gotten the whole hi thing in a long, long time. Cause I haven't been on. Well, you're not on and house.
0: again, maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's growing up in real life dating world instead of online. But if somebody came up to you in line
2: at oh Starbucks God. and, oh and said,
3: God. hi, I'm just a man. <laughs> I just left it there. I would respond with hi. And, and then, then look
1: straight and ahead again. And you'd be creeped out. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody just walks up to you. I, I feel like it's a thing that Like you're standing in line and you, like you have your headphones in and you're waiting to order, and then somebody steps in line facing you
2: exactly right in
1: front of your face and goes hi, looking straight into your eyes, <laughs> or,
0: or just says or says how's it going,
1: or how's life treating
0: you, or like it's hi what
3: <laughs> though it there is a hand context. wave emoji there is a context to say one of my most mortifying memories in high school was being at an event with my father. We were waiting in line for like a lunch or something. And my dad suddenly just turns around and says to the people standing behind us, doing exactly what you're standing in front of them, eye to eye contact, like, we have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Out of why? To this day, I don't know. But I just remember being so mortified.
1: Did he
2: hear something about a dog? There was no
3: dog talk going on. I think it was utterly
1: silent at the moment. It was not even like responding to any kind of conversation. He literally just just turned turned around around and said,
0: I have a dog. I wonder, like maybe he felt self-conscious. I like cuddles,
3: <laughs> but I, maybe that's, that's going to that's gonna be my new approach on social
0: like, apps. I, I have, have a dog. dog. Yeah. Well, maybe, but maybe that's the litmus test. Maybe the test is if you were going up to a stranger at a cafe, you would probably not start with something as ambiguous as "hi." You would comment on something. You would say, "I like, I like your, I like what you're wearing." Isn't that an interesting? Isn't that an interesting thing on the wall? I mean, mm-hmm. you'd say something.
1: I think when. Dan's getting at, which is how I would think about it if I were trying to reach out to somebody, is you can start with, you know, hi or how's it going or how are you doing, which is safe mm-hmm. and fine, uh, or you can offer some kind of opinion, which is more "quote unquote" dangerous because you are risking a little bit by putting something out there that you've or come que- up with or a question or a question. Um, and I feel like people maybe pull away from that because it's it's more specific and there can you can get you can elicit a response, but. The point is like, yeah, like elicit a response. And maybe if the person doesn't react well to what you say, like, Oh, I like this part of your profile. Is that something, you know, do you always go rock climbing and the person goes like, no, I haven't gone rock climbing since I broke my wrist. (laughs) It's like, well, okay, fine. Then that person's kind of a dick, aren't they? Like maybe you don't need to have that.
0: Well, or they go, no, not since I broke my wrist. You go, wow, I'm sorry to hear that. And they go, yeah, how did did you break your wrist? Exactly, (laughs) And now now you have a conversation instead of this six line
3: detente. I mean, the summary of this is you get back what you put out, right?
2: mm, Yeah. Well, so, in order to get you all ready for these date, now that you have the dating tips, we have a diet for you for all these these hot new dates. Are we
1: sending people on a diet? Yes. Okay. It is the. I feel like this is sort of antithetical to how, how we operate. It's the sexy pineapple diet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, because well, usually people use unsexy
3: pineapple. Yeah, I feel like it's going to make me look like a pineapple. Like
2: it's a it's a revolutionary new method of keeping slim and aerogenic. Sorry. Air, erog- Can erog- I? Erog-
3: let's go with aerodynamic
2: Aerody- I know that I, th- I believe that this word was created for the
1: diet <laughs> I'm mostly confused at this point it, I believe <laughs> that this more. word was created for the May- diet maybe erogetic erogetic <laughs> <laughs> <Erogedic>. hey Don <laughs> it's a very strange word have you ever felt an erogetic before how dare you uh, <laughs> <laughs> do it again <laughs> it's deliciously
2: easy try the sexy pineapple diet Ingensten Hengler. Okay. You're just making things up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, have become I, I, famous through their writings on male, female relationships. Now apply the same understanding here. You can be sexier, slimmer two days out of the week. You, <laughs> you must you eat mean? only tasty, juicy pineapples. Oh, and I thought you okay. were saying you could be
3: sexier and slimmer two days out of every week. <laughs> no.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> so these are Dutch
3: people telling us how to eat pineapple to lose like Mm, I'm not going to trust a Dutch person's opinions on
2: pipe. Well, and I said you, the Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> you would, yeah. You would be right to because so this was a fad in the 70s. Oh, And what then a the shock. book went out of print. And uh, there was someone um, from Vice who found it and went on the diet. <laughs> and oh. they lost two pounds. Two? <gasps> two whole pounds? um,
3: But only but, two days out of every week.
2: But they also then uh, were able to find one of the authors who was alive and 93 years old. Oh, so it works. Um, and they basically admitted like, yeah, I didn't put a lot of thought into the diet. (laughs) Uh, You know, I liked pineapple, so I thought it could be a nice, thing, you know, pineapple's healthy. I like having pineapple for dessert. See,
0: I was really hoping that they were going to talk about how pineapple has bromelain and bromelain breaks down protein. And No, no.
2: no. And the book like is mostly just that. pictures of like women in swimsuits posing with pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I have also heard, um, I had an ex who read this that if you go on like basically a diet of pineapple, uh, certain fluids mm-hmm. will taste better. I think that's
1: a load of crap, by the way. No, it's a load of semen. It's not just semen. <laughs> um,
2: I mean, I guess
1: also, On if you're only the eating podcast,
2: pineapple. I would
3: like to apologize to you for the jokes you've been hearing recently.
2: <laughs> um, but so go out, get some pineapple, go to town, go clown in Pineapple Town for two days and uh,
1: give your date a tasty treat. I, Oh, or, I mean, or, because you too can be deliciously easy <laughs> or drink lots of coffee and asparagus and get the same results. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, I no, I just like For a fun, fun
2: time. I like that. It's sexy. I like that. It's pineapples. I like that. The author admitted that it's basically a scam <laughs> 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 and that she's, you know, 93 and admitting this. I'm like, I, whatever. I'm 93. Um, do, oh, you have a tip also, oh, yeah. don't you? Uh, uh, you wanna a, sexy, of, uh, a sexy, sexy, uh, sexy yes. tip. So our our tip of the week is um, there is, so, okay, so you got the tips, you're, the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. You've been on your pineapple diet. Mm-hmm. You're bringing your date home, but your, your mattress can't support yourself and or your date. So there is a mattress company that is specifically designing mattresses for larger people called Big Fig Mattress.
1: Big Fig. Big Fig. Big Fig. Fig. As in big figure, but fig. Yes.
0: So the big fig mattress. Mm. We started by identifying common problems that people with bigger figures experience with their mattresses. Then we addressed each problem individually to find a solution that would ensure a quality and comfortable night's sleep for many years to come.
3: I'm kind of hot right now. (laughs) My hand is wandering across the couch. It's the bicep. This the bicep. <laughs> uh,
1: uh. um, Trevor, should we? Like, yeah, we're or? gonna go now. We'll just take the
2: mics into the other room.
3: I need a moment.
2: <laughs> take, um, we'll the, so the the big thing about the big fig is uh they have a special foundation for the mattress. It's it's like a box spring, but it's not. It's a platform, yeah, it's, and it has it's, it's wooden slats, um, and it's designed to support five times the weight of a traditional box spring foundation thing so it says uh up to over a thousand so it's over a thousand pounds it's like a thousand two hundred pounds i have broken (laughs) my fair share of mattresses uh to the pleasure dismay of the (laughs) the owner of the uh, the mattress i also like that all of their ads actually feature fat people oh that's even better mm -hmm. which is just like nice yeah. Cause it's like I, a lot of, you know, even like big and tall stuff, the people
1: wearing the clothes aren't really fat. So it's yeah. like, okay, well oh, yeah. they're like tall and tall. Yeah. But yeah, big fig. Uh, if you want to clown around in fig town, yeah. does that uh, work? It's big fig That sounds uh, like
3: a lesbian thing.
1: Pineapple. We've got figs, uh, pineapples, caramel sauce, ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're also, I was with you till ass. Uh, well, <laughs> well, uh, So I got to do my breaths to do the... so I think that's our our episode Trevor do you want to gear yourself yeah, up for okay. the uh,
2: we're on Instagram and Twitter is at Big Fat Gay Pod we're on Facebook go, as the go, Big Fat Gay go, Podcast go, go. and our website is www.bigfatgaypod.com uh, thank you for uh, all your lovely emails and reviews yeah uh, five star reviews are always appreciated and Helpful. and if you happen to listen on Apple podcasts it always helps us out and it's also nice to hear what you think yeah um, and if you're listening in the car there's someone behind you And they're ready to go to the clown in (laughs)
1: Browntown. So watch out!